1: We have some feelings to share. What's on your mind today? Like I wanna change, but I'm not particularly open to make those changes. And love is in the air. It's what everybody feels about you. It's what I first worshiped you for from afar.
2: Don't listen. First,
1: now and always. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, August 1st. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Get ready to watch Tom Sandoval suffer, if you're into that sort of thing. Fox has unveiled the full cast for season two of its grueling reality series, Special Forces, World's Toughest Test, and it includes the man at the center of the torrid Vanderpump Rules Affair known as Scandalval. Tom Sandoval will be joined by actress Tara Reid, model Black Chyna, Dance Moms alum Jojo Siwa, NFL star Des Bryant, Bachelor Nation members Tyler Cameron and Nick Vile. Chrisley Knows Best star Savannah Chrisley, 90210 alum Brian Austin Green, NBA champ Robert Horry, Olympians Aaron Jackson and Bodie Miller, The Osbournes star Jack Osborne, and food and travel influencer Kelly Rizzo. Season 2 of Special Forces will drop the 14 celebs into the mountains of New Zealand to brave the rigors of winter warfare. Special Forces Season 2 premieres September 25th on Fox. In other reality cast news, we now know the house guests for season 25 of Big Brother. You can meet them at EW.com. Angus Cloud, a breakout star on the TV drama Euphoria, has died. He was 25 years old. Cloud died Monday at his family home in Oakland, according to his family, who said in a statement, quote, It is with the heaviest heart that we had to say goodbye to an incredible human today. As an artist, a friend, a brother, and a son, Angus was special to all of us in so many ways. Last week, he buried his father and intensely struggled with the loss. The only comfort we have is knowing Angus is now reunited with his dad, who was his best friend. Angus was open about his battle with mental health, and we hope that his passing can be a reminder to others that they are not alone and should not fight this on their own in silence. We hope the world remembers him for his humor, laughter, and love for everyone. Cloud was best known for his role as Fezco, a drug dealer with a heart of gold on the Sam Levinson drama Euphoria. Cloud appeared on the HBO series from its launch in 2019. Cloud also appeared in music videos for Noah Cyrus, Juice World, and Becky G & Carol G. He can also be seen in 2021's North Hollywood and 2023's The Line. At the time of his death, Cloud had several projects in the pipeline, including an untitled Universal Monsters film. And Paul Rubens, the actor and comedian beloved for his role as Pee Wee Herman, died Sunday following a private battle with cancer. He was 70. In a posthumous statement shared on his social media accounts, Rubens said, Please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing the last six years. I have always felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. Rubens began his career in the 1970s as a member of the Los Angeles live comedy troupe The Groundlings. He rose to prominence for his role as the childlike Pee-wee Herman, first introduced in his 1981 stage show The Pee-wee Herman Show. The success led to an HBO special, three feature films, 1985's Pee-wee's Big Adventure, 1988's Big Top Pee-wee, and 2016's Pee-wee's Big Holiday, and a weekend morning program that ran on CBS between 1986 and 1990. Rubin starred in a number of other projects throughout his career, including the films Batman Returns, The Blues Brothers, Cheech and Chong's next movie, Blow, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Mystery Men. He also made appearances on TV shows Thirty Rock, Pushing Daisies, Murphy Brown, Everybody Loves Raymond, and What We Do in the Shadows. Rubin's final credits included voiceover work in 2021's The Tom and Jerry Show and The Crown with a Shadow. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. So we are doing something a little different with today's show. Instead of counting down our top three new picks of the day, we are featuring picks from Entertainment Weekly staff. Classics, hidden gems, comfort viewing, binge watches, you name it. And we are starting with Dalton Ross, host of EW's Dagobah Dispatch podcast and EW editor at large. Look, my
2: colleagues here at EW are awesome, and I'm sure are giving you incredible recommendations for critically acclaimed dramas and uproarious comedies that you should check out, and all that's well and good, but I'm not going to recommend either of those things, because the show you really should be watching is a series buried somewhere in the black hole of your Netflix account called Sirens Survive the Island. I know, I know, you've never heard of it, but if you ever wanted to sit on your butt and watch teams of South Korean women compete in what is essentially an insanely glorified version of Capture the Flag, then A, you are my soulmate, and B, this is the show for you. Basically, Sirens Survive the Island involves six teams of all female firefighters, police officers, stunt women, soldiers, athletes, and bodyguards, sitting around and doing nothing all day, until a giant siren starts blaring and then they have to suit up in ridiculous costumes and start attacking each other while also defending their base. And if you thought producers would not let these people start physically tackling and pulling each other downstairs, then you could not be more wrong. This is a no holds barred competition. And why is one of the players yelling potato at the top of her lungs during battle? I have no idea, but I do know you owe it to both to yourself and to humanity at large to go binge watch this epic reality competition program immediately before you come to your senses and watch something you can actually talk to your neighbors about. Siren Survive the Island. Do it now and thank me later.
1: Well, I gotta say, he has convinced me. Siren Survive the Island is available to stream on Netflix, all 10 episodes. Let us know what you think. Number two. Our next pick comes from EW senior writer Maureen Lee Linker, our resident cinephile. Her recommendation today is true to fashion, a classic comedy and with ties to a current box office hit. Here's Maureen.
0: I am here with a classic movie recommendation for you. I am here to recommend one of the greatest screwball comedies of all time, an incredible rom-com, The Philadelphia Story from 1940, which stars Katherine Hepburn as Tracy Lord. A rich heiress uh, who is about to be married to George Kittridge, played by John Howard and ends up in a love triangle with two other men who are not her fiance her ex-husband CK Dexter Haven played by Cary Grant and newspaper man Macaulay Mike Connor played by Jimmy Stewart and basically what happens is that Dexter hires Mike to cover the wedding of Tracy and George as part of a plot to try to win Tracy back uh, because they fought and they argued and they got divorced, but they really can't live without each other. And uh, as Mike sort of enters into the fray that is the wacky Lord family, he starts to fall for Tracy as well, despite the fact that his colleague Liz, played by Ruth Hussey, who works with him. Is into him too. And in the course of a couple days in the lead up to the wedding and the wedding morning itself, hijinks and shenanigans ensue. And Tracy must then choose between three men. Whatever shall she do? And (laughs) the reason I'm recommending this is because a, I think life is still hard right now for a lot of people and everyone could use a great classic comedy as a pick me up. And I mean, Who doesn't want to watch Cary Grant for a couple hours? But the main reason I'm recommending it is because it is one of 33 films that Greta Gerwig has cited as a major inspiration for her smash hit, Barbie. And I really love the way that this is very much a story about a woman who has been put on a pedestal and held up to be something that she is not. And she kind of describes herself as being like this, this Grecian statue or this untouchable being. And what leads to her romantic happiness, and just her overall emotional happiness is being willing to be pushed off that pedestal a little bit and wanting someone who sees her as a human being and a girl and not as this like statuesque, untouchable thing. And I feel like that is very much mirrored in Margot Robbie's journey as Barbie and Barbie, where we see her move from stereotypical Barbie who has the perfect plastic life in Barbie land. Um, and then after coming to the human world, learns a lot of things about her relationships, Uh, women's place in the world and how she wants to be seen by others as something more nuanced and complicated than a plastic doll who is the aspirational thing for a lot of people but not actually understood by any of them. And that's why I would recommend The Philadelphia Story. No, you're slipping red. I used to be afraid of that look. The withering glance of the goddess. I didn't think that alcohol would Oh, shut up. Dinah, stay here.
2: Oh, please, Mother. Maybe he's going to soccer again. It's what everybody feels about you. It's what I first worshipped you for from afar.
0: George, listen, First, now, and always. Only from a little nearer now. Hey, darling?
1: I don't want to be worshipped. I, I want to be loved.
0: Someday
2: over the rainbow, way up
0: high. What is this, oh, Connor? Oh, easy, easy, old man. She's not hurt?
1: No, no.
2: Not wounded, so but dead.
0: Seems the minute she hit the water, the wine hit her. Now look here, Connor. A likely story, Connor.
2: Hello, Dexter. Hello, George. Hello, Mike. You have a good mind, a pretty face, a disciplined body that does what you tell it You have everything that it takes to make a lovely woman except the one essential An understanding heart And without that you might just as well be made of bronze And the
0: night that you got drunk on champagne And climbed out on the roof and stood there naked with your arms out to the moon Wailing like a banshee
2: I told you I never had the slightest recollection of doing any such thing what in the name of all that's holy am I to do, Tracy? Yes, Mike. Old Parson Parson—he's never seen Kidbridge before, has he? Now look, I got you into this thing, and I'll get you out of it. Will you marry me, Tracy?
1: Gotta say, that is a fantastic recommendation right there. The Philadelphia Story is available to rent or buy on various digital platforms. By the way, I also encourage you to buy Maureen's new book, her first It Happened One Fight. It, like Barbie, takes some inspiration from classic Hollywood. It's trivia time. Circling back to the Philadelphia story, that movie was nominated for six Oscars, winning two. Which of these did it not win? Best Actor for James Stewart, Best Actress for Katherine Hepburn, or Best Screenplay for Donald Ogden Stewart? Stick around for that answer, as well as our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number 1. Today's episode is full of recommendations from the Entertainment Weekly staff, and joining me now for our number 1 pick is EW writer Sydney Bucksbaum. Hey Sydney, how's it going?
3: Hey, thanks so much for having me.
1: Of course, thanks for being on here and and, uh, sharing with folks uh, something that you think if they have not watched, they should watch. And maybe if they have watched, they should watch it again. Uh, Tell everyone, please, what your pick is.
3: Yeah, my pick is something that I came to a little late, but I am so obsessed with it now. It's Apple TV's Shrinking. Um, I think that it is... Like such an underrated gem and I really haven't seen people talking about it enough that I am like shouting it from the rooftops everyone needs to watch the show
1: yeah i'm I'm glad you said that because it's of course like you know the the kind of bubble that we live in because, you know, TV and movies and entertainment are our lives. Um, I feel like I see people talking about it a bit there, though I will say, uh, given how few Emmy nominations the show got, it makes me really wonder how many people in the industry were really watching. But uh, even for for everyone else out there, um, this show, Apple TV Plus, if you're right there, you've, you know, watched Ted Lasso or any of the other great shows on there make sure that you are clicking on uh, the, the thumbnail for this show that uh, I believe includes Jason Siegel on at the show uh, also stars the one, the only Harrison Ford in a comedy series, hello. Uh, also, um, Jessica Williams, part of that cast. Um, but I mentioned Ted Lasso uh, for good reason, because Brett Goldstein, who's on that show, co-created Shrinking with Ted Lasso's creator, Bill Lawrence, uh, Jason Siegel, also one of the uh, the creator's executive producers here. Um, Sydney, tell everyone a little bit uh, what this um, comedy, it, it ventures into dramedy category a bit. Tell everyone what it's about, please.
3: Yeah, so at its core, it's about these three therapists played by Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford. And uh, Gabby, played by Jessica Williams. And they essentially, like, I don't want to give away the the opening scene of the, <laughs> the first episode, because that's really what yeah. hooked me. But yeah. they're, they're these three therapists who go about their job in very different ways. Um, Jason Siegel's character is dealing with his own grief and the way that that comes out and how he advises his clients is very interesting and borderline un- unethical in moments yep. <laughs> um, but the way that the the three of them kind of work through their you know it's almost like a like a workplace comedy but you also get to see their home lives and how they all bleed together and and it's just it, it is a comedy but it's also very heavy drama with the themes that it deals with and the way that the show, constantly straddles that line is so impressive and that's so difficult to do because in the same scenes I will be laughing out loud hysterically and then like the next second I'll be ugly crying and and it <laughs> yeah. feels it feels real and earned and like it's just the writing is so brilliant the acting is so impressive that the fact that only jason and jessica were the, the ones to get I mean nominations is criminal in my opinion i think harrison also deserved one i think yeah. the show deserved one i i just i will never get over how underrated the show is
1: mm-hmm. well uh let's give everyone a little taste of the action right now here is the trailer what's on your mind today Like, I wanna change, but I'm not particularly open to make those changes. I'm trying.
0: Every time I get rid of one compulsion, another compulsion
1: comes up. Are you yawning right now? Spoiler alert, I feel like I'm stuck.
3: Right. How does that make you feel?
2: Jimmy! Liz! Hey! It's three in the morning. I'm sorry. What's in that bowl? Pretzels. The other bowl. Maybe some painkillers. Maybe? There's painkillers in there, yeah. I have to ask, is this you forever?
3: I don't know. Just a bit, little bit. Pull it up, take a hit.
1: Oh, hey. Paul. I'm worried about you, kid. Getting... I'm mean, grieving her. <laughs> You've been
0: numbing. Stop. You're doing sad face.
1: This is just face. I have resting dead wife face.
0: (laughs) He just kept on going on and on about how dumb I am. But he loves me.
2: Your husband is emotionally abusive. He's not working on it. He doesn't intend to. Just
1: leave him. Okay. I think I can help people if I get my hands a little bit dirtier. Your mom wanted you to scatter her ashes, right? We know what they should do. Don't you ever want to just shake them? Well, we don't shake them. I take that back. Run. Huh? Sounds so unethical.
0: You're just gonna burn down your career and take me with you. Coin flip? Get out of here.
1: Wait, this is my office. It took you longer than it should have. My patients are really thriving. This thing I'm doing is really working.
3: I'm right behind you! (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nobody gets through this life unscathed.
2: I can't remember Mom's laugh. I can feel her slipping away.
0: You're faced with a choice. you gonna let your grief drown you, or are you gonna face it, come through the other side? It's oh.
1: yeah, nice to see you spark back.
2: just gonna leave your car here? I'm a white guy in Pasadena. The cops will probably just take it back to my house for me.
1: Be
3: nice.
1: Derek, how's it going? Just walking the dog I didn't want. My patient moved into her sister's house. Sounds like the day's off to a great start for both of us. Okay, so having said all of that, having heard a bit of uh, the show and a bit of that, uh, you know, the comedy and the drama. Now, what is, um, wh- what is your like your selling point when you're talking to friends like, oh my God, why have you not watched this yet? You have to because of this or that.
3: Yeah, I think for me the biggest thing is that in the year of 2023 there is this prestige TV show that's all focused on mental health and therapy is mm-hmm. so important. I think it, not only is it an, a highly entertaining watch. I literally blew through all 10 episodes in like 2 days cuz I was just so obsessed from the first opening scene. Um I'm so excited to to rewatch it over and over and over again. It is so entertaining. But to go back to what I was saying before, I think it's just so important for everyone to see the show that talks, frankly, about mental health and therapy and shows how even the therapists need therapy themselves. And like they all three of them are there for each other in that way and and play that part in their lives. And I, I think that that is just so incredibly important for people to watch
1: nowadays. Indeed. Yes, I uh, could not uh, say that better myself. And then I, I, I think we should maybe tease a little bit. How, how do we even tease the end of the season without giving it away? Um,
0: it's it's
3: very difficult. I, but let's just yeah. say I did not see it coming. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and like, while I could have seen this first season as a limited series. It yeah. really does tell a beautiful, complete story from beginning to end, which is what makes it such a great binge watch. Um, that final scene, the way that the show leaves you, I really want to see a second season now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I want to see that. Fortunately, uh, Apple has uh, renewed the series, so we are going to get that dot, dot, dot eventually, Uh, of course, when when all of the strikes are over. But for now, uh, I highly recommend, I'm fully on board with this pick uh, that folks uh, check out Shrinking on Apple TV+. Plus. It does not disappoint. Sydney, thank you so much.
3: Yeah, of course, thanks for having me.
1: finally today the answer to our trivia question which of these people did not win an oscar for the philadelphia story best actor for james stewart best actress for katherine hepburn or best screenplay for donald ogden stewart well she won four in her lifetime but one of them was not for the philadelphia story the answer is katherine hepburn the movie also lost best picture best director and best supporting actress This episode of What to Watch was written by EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted, written, and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What
0: to Watch.